0: Twelve o'clock straight up on this Tuesday. It was a tear Tuesday. You can find that at Gresh Keefe on Twitter and Instagram. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our friend Tommy Curran to talk some Patriots. He is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lopresti and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The hair doctor of Tommy Kern A 1-800-GET-HAIR. By Awaken 180 Weight Loss, become your own success story by dropping the weight, holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180. And by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy Kern, good afternoon. What's up, my friend? How are you guys? Well, Very good. We're uh, just trying to figure out who's going to be on the field, who's not on the field. The Bills are dealing with illness. It seems like a half dozen Patriot offensive players are dinged up. We could have some uh, pretty good players wiped out of this game come Thursday night.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think really to me the upshot is not as much who is and who isn't out there. It's how much the Patriots closed the gap on the Buffalo Bills because they spent their off season really overhauling their team in an effort to compete with the Bills team that they were plainly non-competitive with last year. So to me, it's you know, we know the guys that are going to be out there. The quarterbacks are going to be out there for both teams. We know the prime defensive players, aside from Von Miller, will be out there um, for both teams, and we know who they are and what they are. How have the Patriots done in terms of trying to close their philosophical game plan, and personnel gap with the Bills.
2: What do you have more confidence in? The Patriots offense scoring a bunch of points against the Bills or the Patriots defense actually forcing multiple punts
1: and making Josh Allen uh, not look great? I think the defense, just because I've seen over the course of the year, even though it's been against lesser competition and lesser quarterbacks by a lot, I would say the defense has a backlog of performance that you can say, all right, well, I I see him play good. You know, offensively the other night, you can't say 382 yards passing and the efficiency that Mac Jones has shown since they said, please stop throwing picks, Mm -hmm. um, has been discouraging. I mean, but still against a better defensive line, better defensive front, one that's closer to the Jets front than it is the Minnesota Vikings front, I have some trepidation about the amount of protection that, that Mac Jones will get in this game. How are the
0: Patriots, in your opinion, different and better equipped to maybe handle Josh Allen this year? Like, I And we were even talking about this a little bit on uh, last Friday. I was with Andy Hart on you brought in Wilson, who can run – you have Julius, I keep saying Julius Peppers. You have Jabril Peppers. <laughs> It'd be nice to have Julius Peppers. But if Jabril Peppers is another guy that can run. We know that Phillips is a part of that group. Is it really on the Josh Allen end of it? Or is it more about some of the corners where Gabe Davis doesn't pants them? How do you see the Patriots defense being different this time around, specifically to the Bills?
1: They're more sound defensively, I think, this year than last year. They're faster. You know, you switch out Hightower and Jamie Collins for Tavai, and Bentley has moved well, plus you point out the amount of time that Duggar spends at the second level or the amount of time that McMillan or, or Mac Wilson Sr. are on the field. Those are guys who can spy. Plus, I think that the secondary has been more, and again, not with an immense number of challenges. And Kirk Cousins did pretty well against him the other night, but I think they've been more... Um, I guess disciplined, you you just haven't seen that many guys cut loose in the secondary. So I think that even though JC Jackson's not back there, I think their overall coverage ability has been better this year than in previous years. And maybe part of that is that Matt Judon has been unleashed in a way that he wasn't last year. So I think overall, the performance has been, has been better defensively. Again, it's the same caveat that we carried through last year though, when they were doing against the Titans without, Key players and the Falcons without key players and the Jets and the Jaguars. Which team are they? The one who can pound teams that are undermanned, or one that gets pounded when it goes against a good team?
2: Well, and and like with all that said, when you add all of it together, the uh, the defense and you know who they've brought in, the the offense and who's coaching the offense and and the offensive line play. Is this year's Patriots team? better worse or the same <laughs> as last year's team which when you had the playoff game in went 10 and 8 and it feels like this team could probably be record wise right around that but I feel like for every plus that this team might have versus 21 then
1: there's another minus and I, I, it's uh, wildly similar last, to me or no last year's team was better in my estimation okay. the reason for that is something I've been detailing you know for a few weeks and then went even further on it when Bill was kind of in denial about the penalty situation and the fact that his team let up a (laughs) – that that, that didn't force a punt the other day and he tried to contrive that they actually had the – I mean, I, I can't imagine rolling Cam Acord and the punt team crew out under the bus to defend the defense and the defensive coaching staff and to be wrong about it. I mean, nobody comes out looking good there. But you right. not only do you roll them under the bus, you're, you're saying you're completely incorrect, denying that you were as bad as you were. So to me, when you look at this, get this, there's 196 of these plays in the last eight game. 196. Either offensive plays that gained 0-1 or 2. That's not very good. That's not going to help you out. No, 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 no. no. So, or plays offensively that lost yards, penalties, turnovers, sacks. 196 of them in eight games. That's, what is that, 25 almost a game?
0: Yeah, I I would bet you, Tommy, I would bet you that in the Patriots' heyday, that was probably two, two and a half years' worth of those kind of plays. In
1: 2020, with Cam Newton, the Patriots committed 62 penalties. They've already got 66. Yikes. man. Twas. Isaiah Wynn is twenty six. <laughs> they are second in the league in holds with twenty three. Wow. Um, excuse me, twenty one. They are. They have the worst. So when you say, "Well, they're just getting hosed by the officials," you never know. Mm-hmm. They are minus twenty three in beneficiary count, meaning that they are penalized in the same game twenty three. They've had twenty three more flags. So what does this all point to? It points to an undisciplined team mm-hmm. who's situationally not smart and takes negative plays. So as a result of all that, that wasn't happening with the team as significantly as it was um this year last year. So. Yeah, no, I think it's,
2: I think it's a fair point. I think, you know, it's definitely uh, the offense is is taking a step back clearly. And then you're right, you add up the special teams and the defense, probably worse than last year. But would you say, I don't know how closely you've you've watched the Buffalo Bills, but they're also worse than they were last year wouldn't you say like last year yeah. the last two years even you're like are right, this team is either going to win the super bowl or they're going to come pretty damn close in these crazy games with the chiefs whereas this year josh allen's thrown a lot more interceptions uh, i know they have a lot of injuries on defense but it seems like both teams go into thursday's game not as good as they were last year
1: right and Still, the Bills were thirty points better and twenty nine points better in the <laughs> two meetings. Right? right, right. So it's like, okay, so they're fifteen points. For it. I mean, that's that to me is what's interesting. And to the Bills' point, you know, you saw them play against Kansas City this year and, and the performance they put up in that game. So you know that the capability is within this edition of the Bills' team. They just haven't tapped it for a variety of reasons. What? I, I and I have no answer for this. If the Bills have a hard time with Detroit and the Patriots shut out the Lions. But the Patriots lose to the Bears, but the Bears beat the Jets.
2: (laughs) None of this works. The The Pythagorean theorem does not apply to the The (laughs) National Football League, especially this year. Tommy Kern of NBC
0: Sports Boston with us. Tommy, I kind of said this flippantly, but I wonder if there could be a shred of truth in this. Is there any chance that the Patriots look at it and say, we got Ramondre Stevenson. We're pretty good at running the ball. Why don't we try to bully the Bills like we did in the snow last year? Maybe not to the extreme. I'm not saying that it's going to be that extreme, but what level uh, still exists of their ability to line up and smack the Bills right in the face and run the ball right at them the way they did in the snow up there when everybody knew they were running the ball?
1: You're right to a degree, but the re- that was the aberration on a cold, windy night with the elements that were involved. The larger point is <clears throat> there's, I think I had it at 81 total plays that gained zero, one, one or 2. So if you're in second and nine because you tried to run Ramondre Stevenson and he probably made three yards on his own and got hit in the backfield because everyone knew you were going to run, now you're... A- that much closer to putting Josh Allen back on the field and giving him, giving him an opportunity. So I see what you're saying, but if you're Bill Belichick and you spend all this time revamping the offense and saying, you know what, now that Josh is gone and we have Mac Jones, we're going to change this offense so it's better and puts up more points and it's more dependable, you can't turtle now. You have to you have to understand it's a point scoring game, just as it was with Minnesota last week, and they did score points. So. I think you have to be in attack mode and, and not pretend that you're going to keep these guys under 24. Maybe you will, but go in presuming you need 24 or more.
2: Patriots would need to go 4-2 down the stretch in order to get to 10 wins like they had last year, and you would think 10 wins probably gets you into the playoffs. What kind of chances do you give them to get 4 out of the next 6? 33% chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, here we yeah. go. That seems high, but okay. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, the the hard thing to me is that they have to flip a game. They had a good chance to flip a game the other day, meaning a game against a winnable, uh, against a team that looks better. But even these games that you say, okay, on paper, the Patriots are better than Arizona. Well, Arizona's on the road and it's a Monday night and it's, I mean, they are in deep dysfunction, but the one thing that they're going to look at come in and goes, they can't stop any quarterbacks who can run. So, Arizona's going to be enthused. Additionally, Las Vegas, I don't think that's going to be a layup. I think the Patriots will probably lose that game. I I really do. So the other games against teams that have better records than you, the Patriots' collective wins of the teams they have to play is 43. The Chargers, meanwhile, collective wins of their final six opponents, 29 collective wins. Patriots have a tough road. Mm-hmm. it'll it'll be interesting
0: to see that uh the, towards the end of the year how Miami has to play it because we know right. that, right like oh, well Miami and Buffalo in theory could be and must win you know and there. it and it does make you wonder might they want the patriots as the 7 seed because well they lay down and right? they, they, lay they down and let them
1: in <laughs> yeah, true well with the one with the only one team getting the bye now how does that change doesn't really change anything always you're going to have the divisional winners are going to be at home in the first weekend so yeah you're right that's that's what matters for buffalo and miami in the final two games but their seeding might matter too uh, it's it's not going to it's not like it was with the patriots when they would be 14 and 2 and then no starting Jimmy G or, or our friend Matt or whoever else.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that That's true. You have Matt Castle there who can break down throwing it into Section 331 <laughs> to make sure that they got the, uh, the right seating. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. Tommy, thank you, friend. We'll uh, catch you on uh, WEI Football Sunday.
1: Okay, guys. Thanks so much.